Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Huh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Woohoo! It's the 500th episode of Money Girl. I'm Laura Adams, and I'm so excited to reach this milestone. To celebrate, I'm taking you behind the scenes to share the Money Girl story. You'll find out how I got started as a personal finance expert and author, how the podcast began, its major influence on my career, and how the show gets created for you each and every week. When I started podcasting in 2007, there weren't a lot of other podcasts. Maybe there were a few hundred shows at most. The big guys like NPR that we all love today weren't publishing their shows yet. So the only choices were from independent or indie producers. Podcasts have come a long way since then, especially over the past two or three years. One tipping point was the NPR show Serial. If you guys haven't heard that, you definitely need to. Everyone who loved the first season of that show shared it like crazy, and it went viral and it became the most quickly downloaded podcast ever. Saturday Night Live even did a hilarious spoof of the show at the end of 2014. As friends began showing friends how to listen to a podcast, more and more people figured out what that purple iTunes podcast app on their smartphone is for, and they started using other podcast apps like Stitcher and Podcast Addict. After enjoying Serial, podcast newbies started browsing around. And lo and behold, they discovered that there are thousands of other shows on just about any topic you can imagine. Want to learn to speak French? Market your product online? Be happier or obsess about your favorite TV show? Well, podcasts have you covered, as you guys know, since you're listeners. Now, famous people like Alec Baldwin, Mark Maron, and Anna Ferris have podcasts that interview other famous people. There are even podcasts about podcasts. So when I tell people that I've been podcasting every week for over 10 years, they're always surprised. Wow, I didn't know podcasts had been around that long. Yep, the first one started around 2004. I stumbled on them after my husband gave me an iPod shuffle as a gift when I graduated from the University of Florida with my MBA in 2005. Some of you guys probably remember those teeny tiny shuffles. They were all the rage. The first podcast I ever heard was Manager Tools. 
It's a business show that helps professionals become more effective managers and leaders. I binge listen for hours to that show while my husband and I were on a really long road trip that summer. I've always loved audio, but podcasts sounded so different than radio or an audiobook. There was an intimacy that really hooked me. I couldn't get enough, and I was subscribed to over 50 shows, maybe even close to 100 shows at one point. I listened to podcasts on science, philosophy, marketing, management, health. If it was out there, I was listening to it. They all spoke directly to me as the listener with specific advice or information that was fascinating. Another great show I found was Grammar Girl, hosted by Mignon Fogarty. I had no idea how our paths would cross in the future. My love affair with podcasts continues. It's a very rare day that I don't listen to at least a couple of shows. I love reading too, but podcasts serve a very different purpose for me because they fill the quiet spaces of my life while I'm doing other things, like getting ready in the morning, driving, eating, or winding down for bed. So how did I make the transition from listener to podcaster over a decade ago? Well, first I started blogging. After I got my MBA, I really wanted to review the most salient points and concepts from graduate school. My idea was to share curriculum highlights as blog posts. That would keep the content fresh in my mind and allow readers to benefit without actually having to spend their own money or time to go back to school. But I had another idea that kept nagging at me. A huge takeaway from graduate school was that personal finances were an area that many of my cohorts were struggling with. Even though some had multiple master's degrees or had already attained powerful leadership positions in their company, they weren't so successful or self-assured with their money. Many didn't understand the basics, and they struggled with overspending, debt, and investing. I had studied personal finances on my own since I was a kid, and I had also consulted with professional advisors, CPAs, and attorneys. My work up to that point had been unusually diverse. It included accounting, real estate sales, real estate appraising and investing, retail consulting, and I had started, run, and successfully sold a retail floor covering business with my husband all before I was in my early 30s. So my breadth of work experience combined with self-education and a lot of curiosity about personal finances allowed me to understand it from different angles. So one of the biggest lessons learned from my MBA is that even very smart, educated people can fail miserably with their personal finances. Initially, I decided to podcast about business topics, and I called the show MBA Working Girl. The tagline was, Where Business Theory and the Real World Collide. I hired a graphic designer to create the show's cover art, and she presented me with a design that I really loved. It was an avatar of a smiling, smart-looking girl with glasses. I worked late into the evenings to figure out the technology behind podcasting, like recording and editing audio, creating an RSS feed, and submitting the show to iTunes. Believe me, back then, it was not as easy as it is today. I launched the show in March of 2007, and it did pretty well. I got lots of email feedback from listeners who were enjoying the show, and they were requesting topics 
especially personal finance topics. And eventually, I even had a couple of small sponsors paying $50 here and $50 there. After producing the show every week for over a year, I got a phone call out of the blue from Rob Walsh from Libsyn, which was and still is our podcast hosting platform. Rob's a longtime influencer in the podcasting world. He co-authored the book, Tricks of the Podcasting Masters. He told me that Mignon Fogarty was looking for a new host for a show called Money Girl and thought I might be a good fit. During this time, Grammar Girl, Mignon's show, had become wildly successful. In March 2007, just a few months after launching, Mignon was invited on the Oprah Winfrey show as a grammar expert. That was a huge deal. She did a great job explaining what a podcast is and answering viewer questions and discussing common grammar errors. It was a really good episode. Then Mignon had the brilliant idea to start a podcasting network of shows on a variety of topics that would help people. And she founded the Quick and Dirty Tips Network, or QDT. It's now one of the oldest podcasting networks on the planet. After a few phone conversations with Mignon, she kindly invited me to join the network and step in as the new host of Money Girl. I was so excited. But after doing both podcasts for a while, I decided to end the NBA Working Girl to focus more time and attention on Money Girl. The audience was quickly growing, and I loved covering personal finance topics. Listeners and readers have always been great about sending me positive feedback and questions, which makes it really easy to choose show topics and create content week after week. My first Money Girl show was episode number 82. And as I look back at the 400-plus weekly shows that I've written since then, the topics bring back a lot of memories about personal finance issues of the day. When I started hosting Money Girl in the summer of 2008, the recession was in full swing, and many people were panicked. What will happen to my savings if my bank goes out of business? Should I cash out my 401k? Should I walk away from my home if my mortgage is underwater? Is it better to have a foreclosure or to declare bankruptcy? Those were the types of questions keeping people awake at night back then. Thank goodness the economy has mostly rebounded over the past decade. But I wonder if those financial challenges helped the show take off, since many were frantically searching for answers to serious financial problems. The QDT shows kept getting attention. And Mignon partnered with Macmillan Publishers to take over audio production and produce books and audiobooks themed around the podcasts. In 2008, her first paperback, Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing, hit number nine on the New York Times bestseller list. I was so impressed and excited for her. At the end of 2008, I signed deals with Macmillan for multiple audiobooks and my first paperback. Money Girl's Smart Moves to Grow Rich. Writing while working full-time certainly has its challenges, but I learned to become a morning person for the first time in my life. I'd get up at 4 a.m. so I could write for a couple of hours before leaving the house by 7 for work in Orlando, Florida, where I was the operations officer at a small floor-covering contractor. After a year of writing and then another year of final editing, design, and marketing, 
It was thrilling to finally see my book on the shelves at Barnes & Noble at the beginning of 2011. I couldn't pass by a bookstore without going in to find my book and turning a copy so the cover would stand out. Becoming a published author was a huge career milestone that I'm very proud of. Once you have a book and a message, that's really when the hard work begins. Promotion. Before I knew it, I was getting national media and speaking requests. I knew stepping on a bigger stage was the key to helping more people, and that would be the next phase of my career. So I left my management job to become a full-time personal finance expert, consumer advocate, and spokesperson. Over the past six years, the journey has taken me and my husband, Adam, from Florida to Silicon Valley and now to Austin, Texas. The one constant has been this weekly podcast. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. I can take Claritin D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magic Write is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. I'm often asked how I come up with show topics. There's inspiration everywhere I look, like my own financial dilemmas and decisions, current events, questions from readers and listeners, pitches from authors, and my desire to connect with interesting people and record conversations with subject matter experts. I keep an editorial calendar with topic ideas and confirmed episodes, trying to give you as much variety in the personal finance space as possible. Every show has a companion blog post that lives in the Money Girl section of quickanddirtytips.com. So that's where I start. Once the article is written, or maybe it's just talking points if I'm doing an interview, 
I submit a draft to our wonderful editor, Alyssa. In the meantime, I create a script or some talking points to cover in the show, which includes my intro, outro, and the sponsor information. Then I go into my closet and record. Yep, you heard me correctly. Even though I've always had an office and even extra guest rooms when we lived in a big house in Florida, I'd never record podcasts anywhere other than my walk-in closet. That's where I am right now. The audio quality is just the best, and it's like my private little space to focus on what I want to say. There have been occasions where I've recorded from a hotel room, but I'm usually not satisfied with it. So I work ahead and get shows recorded before I head out on vacation. I've tried different recording programs over the years, but I always come back to Audacity, which is a free open source software that has everything I need. I use it to clean up my audio file a little bit by canceling out background noise and deleting my mistakes. Then I upload the audio file to Macmillan servers where my fantastic audio producer, Steve Reichberg, adds intro music, final touches, and includes it in our podcast feed. QDT is an amazing, lean team that manages a huge amount of work each week. Except for freelance audio producers, the staff are Macmillan employees who office in the iconic Flatiron Building in Manhattan. I've had the opportunity to visit it several times. It's really cool. The leader of the team is Mary Beth Roach, the president and publisher of Macmillan Audio. If she hadn't been so progressive and willing to experiment with digital media over a decade ago, she was really ahead of her time, I wouldn't be recording this. Kathy Doyle is the senior director who oversees ad sales, site design, distribution, marketing, and overall business development strategy with loads of experience, wisdom, and seemingly boundless energy. I mentioned my super sharp editor, Alyssa Martino who is an absolute dream to work with. As the senior editor and business development manager, she touches every blog post, newsletter, book, and social media post that comes from QDT. She also works to find and strengthen content partnerships. Kelly Dickinson is our young, enthusiastic associate manager of marketing and web production who juggles many, many tasks. She focuses on the network's day-to-day operations like web production, advertising, audience development, and most importantly, our wonderful sponsors. And I loved getting to meet up in person with Alyssa and Kelly when I was in New York a few weeks ago for the Memorial Weekend. As podcasts have gotten more popular, sponsors have gotten wise and now provide a steady revenue stream for QDT. I share a portion of that income each month based on the total Money Girl podcast downloads and website visitors. But that's not the real reason why I do this podcast. Along the way, helping people succeed and live a rich life became my passion and my life's mission. It's email from readers and listeners who say a show, a book chapter, or an audiobook spurred them to start a retirement account, get out of debt, or make a life-changing financial decision for the better. Serving others as an educator, speaker, and advocate is what makes me feel fulfilled, and I hope it will be my legacy. 500 Money Girl podcasts wouldn't be possible without you. Your visits to the QDT website and audio downloads are fuel in our network's engine. I value every one of you and thank you so much. I think of us as a community that's helping each other succeed. 
And I can't thank Mignon Fogarty enough for having the creativity and ingenuity to start and grow Quick and Dirty Tips into the digital destination it is today. Here's to the future of podcasting and the next 500 shows. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week, courtesy of Money Girl, your guide to a richer life. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at capella.edu.